Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, to drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, to drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, Hello and welcome to the third episode of Two Drunk Accountants. Can you believe it, Tim? We've made it. The big number three. Number three. It's a milestone. <laughs> it's a big milestone. That's three more than we ever had. I'm looking back on episode one, just thinking, wow, we were young. Fond memories. Yeah, just we had no idea what we were doing back then. <laughs> we definitely do now, though. This podcast yeah. has come a long way since that point in time. Yes. It's uh, evolving. What I would like to say is this episode is going to be a special budget update. Broadcast live. No, like a week later. Ah, uh, yeah? Yeah. That's all right. Live and a week later. We don't like to publish when everyone else is publishing. So when the dust settles, that's when we come in and bang, there's some good budget, up- budget updates for you. Yeah, there is some good budget updates. So as we did promise, there would be a third uh, installment of our Entities series featuring trusts. Don't worry for all those who are desperate to hear it. It will be here. It's just going to be one week later. Yeah, it's coming soon. Coming soon, coming soon. So, Tim, before we get into the budget update, uh, what's the Tim and Danlow? Um, I don't know. Not much really happening with me. Have you got one? I do indeed have one, Tim. <laughs> I just thought it's only appropriate that last week you decided to throw some uh, questions at me, a, a get-to-know-you segment. Um, without me knowing about it, I kind of suspect you knew this was coming. <laughs> I knew it was coming. But I have written up some questions and I'd like to ask you a few things. I think I'm ready. You think you're ready? I don't know. All right. And remember, these aren't, you know, gotcha questions. I'm not, I'm not here to grab you or get you in trouble with anyone. This is purely just get to know Tim. If you don't want to answer anything... You can pass. I feel like your first question is going to be like no, it's not. throwing me under the bus. No, it's definitely, it's definitely not throwing you under the bus. All right, let's go. What don't you like about your wife? <laughs> <laughs> Just like five things. Uh, five things. <laughs> I couldn't even think of one, man, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, that's the right answer. Yeah. That's the right answer. She's lovely. What's your favorite movie? Daddy, would you like some... No. Freddie got fingered. Daddy, would you like some sausage? Is his is his is a famous line from that yeah, movie. Yeah. So. Freddie got fingered. Really? Yeah. Excellent movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very yeah. funny. Yeah. Tom Green at his finest. Yeah, no, I'm sure it is. <laughs> uh, who's your favorite AFL player of all time? Not current. Could be anyone. Easy. Shout out, Jimmy Hurd. You're my you're my Jimmy Hurd. You're the old, number one. Old. Uh, steroid banned substance scandal himself he's a legend don't you dare say that every no, he's a legend in the you know i have you know people meet him they give him cash he gives them stuff he also has a podcast in and rumors have it that he probably won't be appearing on our show <laughs> <laughs> i think i think you'd do anything you could to get james hurt on the show anything anything <laughs> a close second is matthew lloyd the old velvet sledgehammer. So uh, I do have a signed ball yeah. from him. So. A signed ball. Yeah. Oh. Nine hundred and twenty-six goals, Dan. So. Okay. Fair enough. He's a big deal. Okay. Uh, how would you describe your ideal holiday? Once upon a time, I would have said in the snow, but uh, 
I'm all about just traveling with my beautiful wife these days. Hmm. So just anywhere with, with your wife? Yeah, I think like somewhere where we can do lots of activities, not really relax much. It tends to be what we do when we travel. Bit of drinking, a lot of eating. A lot of eating. Definitely got to eat a lot. Yeah. So it sounds like, like Westfield would be an ideal <laughs> holiday to you then. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. No, it doesn't. Lots of activities. There's heaps of food. You can buy drinks. Activities galore. Maybe that's your version of traveling, Dan. But, <laughs> it's, not, uh... it's not mine. This is what you described. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, and just remember, you don't have to answer any of these questions. I'm not trying to get you. Um, how many crimes everything. have you committed? <laughs> Name them. Oh, jeez. Only tax fraud. <laughs> <laughs> No, Let's that's, make that that's very clear. That's completely false. <laughs> There's never been any tax fraud from this man over I'll here that, or this one. I'll leave that to you, Dan. Too bad the listeners can't see me winking right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, all right. I regret that. Uh, how? And this is a serious one. How would you define success? Hmm. Well, I think that's a really good question. Um I think yeah, you could you could consider yourself a success if if you're a happy person that you enjoy doing what you do and um, that yeah, you just you you enjoy life. I mean that to me is is the number one thing that of success. Like it doesn't matter if you're a millionaire or if you're working at you know at just a job, whatever. Like if you're happy and you're having a go at life, then yeah. That's that's a success story. So success is happiness. Success is happiness in my books. I couldn't agree more, Tim. Yeah. I 100% agree with everything that you've just said and fully endorse it. <laughs> I'd like to say, as the official spokesman of Two Drunk Accountants, I support this message. <laughs> is that survey over? Yep, done. Oh, easy. You passed with flying colours. There we go. Yeah. All right, cool. Well. And by flying colours, I mean, you know, red and blue with the sirens coming to get you for tax fraud. <laughs> That's not a real crime. <laughs> <laughs> As accountants, we should tell you that it is very much a real crime and people do go to prison. It is. Yeah. Actually, they uh, white-collar crime is what they call it and they really do treat them pretty harshly. So. Yes, they do. So, Tim, moving on. <laughs> moving on to, I think we're going to skip the business update today because essentially the business mm. update is our main topic. Yeah, I mean today we're going to update you on the uh, budget, so or at least our perspective on the budget. So yeah, yeah, that's right. So Tim, I guess what our uh, loyal listeners would be wondering—they're they're three episodes deep. They're thinking. When are these guys going to give me some advice? What do I get out of the budget? <laughs> okay, so if you're a listener, it's uh, you could be a small business owner. Yep. Or uh, even an, an employee. Yep. So one thing that has, you know, the biggest impact um, on the listeners is the change to the tax rates, I think. Yeah, and, and what were they broadly? So the low income tax offset or the, uh, the tax-free threshold are being adjusted. Yeah, I, I think they're renaming it to low and middle income tax offset. Right. I'm, honestly, I think that's what it's wow. changing to. Okay, yeah. because they're increasing it, so they're Correct. calling it yeah. middle income as well. Yeah. Mm. 
so it used to be around four hundred and forty dollars, and I guess I'm guessing it's going to be like, I don't know, another thousand dollars on top of that because people are so you, apparently everyone will get an additional two hundred and twenty dollars. Yep. Um. So that's if you're at the point of paying tax. Um. And then the the cap or the ceiling on it will be an additional five hundred and thirty dollars. Yeah. So I'm just looking at this right now. So it says. And this is one of the only, and we'll get into this, one of the only uh, changes that kind of take effect immediately uh, from July 2018. Uh, yeah, and that's it, an interesting thing too. We should yeah. talk about that. Yeah, we will. From July 2018, uh, people who earn up to 37000 should see the tax bill reduced by about $200. Cool. And then the offset will increase from there uh, for those earning between thirty-seven and uh, th- thirty-seven thousand and forty-eight thousand, um, before you hit a maximum offset of five hundred and thirty dollars. Cool. So people in the middle range who don't normally see that low income tax offset will be seeing an extra five hundred and thirty dollars. So that's like an extra ten dollars a week in your pocket in your pay. Exactly. Which pretty much. Uh, you know, I'm never against an extra ten dollars. I'll take it. Pays for coffee or something like that. Yeah. Exactly. So, as we just kind of mentioned, um, and while we're on the tax rate, so most of the other tax rate changes uh, pretty much don't happen for another four years. Yeah, way down the track. Yeah, it's if ever, really. I mean... <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, that's... There's we four budgets preface, between now and then. I think we should preface our budget talk with that because, I mean, all of the budget news we hear makes it sound like it's fact in set in stone never going to change but every year we actually see budget measures uh or announcements that never make it um in reality <laughs> yeah that's right you know they, they, they make these promises now and then at some point down the line uh nothing comes of it look at the carbon tax <laughs> yeah yeah uh you know we've got all these things that are, are coming into place and uh Four years' time is a long time to wait for your tax rate to change. Um, yeah, so uh, I like it. I like the change because it makes the tax simple, the tax system simpler. It does. But yeah, uh, it's a shame we got to wait four or five years for it. And like, it brings a lot of good news to the current government. Yeah, which is, and you know, we're not a political podcast, <laughs> but I, I do feel it is an election. Uh, budget yeah it's, yeah it's definitely a popularity budget um, they're saying yep yeah, we're going to give everyone tax cuts but you're going to have to vote us in before you see it happen again which yeah which hopefully these things do come to pass but uh, and just to let everyone know kind of what that is there instead of you know you've got all the different tax margins at the moment uh, now where what you're going to see is the bracket that's normally at 37,000 is going to move up to uh, I think it's 40 or 41 41 41,000 yeah and in the end in the yeah end. in the end and then there isn't going to be another bracket until 200,000 yeah which is really cool because um, yeah that will save people a lot of tax I would have thought um, yeah mainly if you're earning over $87,000 gross income correct that's right and there is going to be a, a small change actually uh the eighty-seven thousand is going to creep up to ninety thousand in the current tax brackets, effective this year. Um, yeah, so I guess they're giving you a bit at the start because you get an extra low-income tax offset. Yep. And then if you breach that, 
and you're earning 90k, I doubt you'll get that low income tax offset. It'll it'll fade out. Yeah. And then you get a bit of tax savings that way for, for the for an extra three thousand um, dollars. Yeah, you you'll only be taxed at the thirty two point five percent rate rather than the thirty seven. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, which means everyone from forty one to two hundred will be paying thirty two eventually. Yeah, um, which good. which is good. Yeah, it's it's much less tax for people in the, towards the two hundred, but it also means you know you can work your your extra shifts or something without worrying about um, losing a lot of it to tax if you're close to a bracket or uh, or anything like that. But you know, specifically, how does that affect small business owners with their tax? It could affect tax planning. It does, I yeah. think, uh, because individuals essentially are the end result so if you're in a company the way you take your income out is via wages yeah so you will save even if you're a small business owner changes to individual tax rates do affect the tax you pay yeah Uh, if you're in a a trust we haven't gotten to that yet that's next episode Mm -hmm. but stay tuned for next episode um, but it will it will reduce what what you pay there because trusts distribute their income to individuals who then pay tax uh, and if you're a sole trader or a partnership, well, you pay the tax as an individual. So, so absolutely, if you're a small business, it does save you tax. Yeah, it, it definitely does. And I mean, we, we spoke last week about companies where we said you could pay yourself up to 37000 without the tax rates uh, overlapping. Well, now that's going to be 41000 Yes. And from then on, there's really only going to be a 5% difference, not including Medicare levy and that kind of thing. Uh for between your, your low um, small business tax rate and your own tax rate up to 200000 Yeah. I think there was an adjustment as well to that small business tax offset um, for people operating as a sole trader or like earning income from a trust that's a small business. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can... It's still capped at $1,000, the yeah. tax offset. Yeah. But... I think you can reach that $1,000 cap quicker now, if right. that makes sense. Okay. It's a little bit complicated the way it's calculated, but yep. um, essentially if you owe tax from business income, then it, it shades in up to like $90,000. And previously you had to earn the full 90K and obviously owe a lot of tax to get the full $1,000 offset. Whereas now I'd say it's a bit lower. So like maybe in the 60s or something like that. Okay, well, that's definitely something to keep in mind. Uh, so I'm a small business owner, Tim. How else does this uh, budget announcement affect me? What other changes may or I may not see? <laughs> hmm. I don't know. I think for small business, um, there was something, it's not a change, but the, the small, uh, the low asset write-off, it's going to continue. So if you didn't know about this as a small business for a number of years now, you've been able to write off 100% of the cost of an asset that you buy that's less than $20,000 in the yeah. first year that you buy it. Usually what would happen is you'd write it off over several years. Yeah, so that's right. So it speeds yeah. up your deduction. Yeah, so normally you'd get you know a, a smaller a deduction over a number of years uh, as you use that vehicle. Um, but for small businesses at the moment, if you buy a single asset and it's ready for use before uh, 30 June of that tax year, then yeah, you can claim an immediate deduction for the full amount. Yeah, and so basically what they're doing is continuing that on for, what's it say here? It's for another year, to end of 2019. End of 2019. So yeah, the current tax year. Yeah, so next 
financial year, it'll still exist. And what they're doing at the moment is just tacking that on additional years every year. So it's. I think it was meant to end last year. And, yeah. And they, it was. At the end of every year, they just say, yeah, we're going to do it for one more year. So yeah. hopefully they do continue it. I think it is. It gives people, you it's know, it's really good for small business tax yeah. planning. Come year end, if you've got a profit, um, yeah. often they're like, yeah, I actually need a second car or something, or we need this piece of equipment. Yeah. Um, and you say, well, if you buy it now, then you're going to get an immediate, you know, deduction and save some tax. Yeah, literally, like it could change your tax payable to nothing, and yeah. and you get a new piece of equipment or a new car or something like that out of it. So, so yeah, I think it's a positive thing. Hopefully, they keep it around for a while longer. Um, what else? So, uh, something else that might affect some of our listeners. Uh, there are some changes to superannuation. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Um, we we like some of it, and we're questionable over the other parts. Yeah, uh, I think. And when we're talking about superannuation, we're talking about self-managed super funds. Yeah, small and, business owners. And even if you don't have a self-managed super fund, there are some changes to the to the bigger. Uh, superannuation funds as well like if you've got a balance less than six thousand uh there's a three percent annual cap on fees that they can charge you yeah so that's uh, mainly for young people yeah if you've got good if you've got a bunch of super funds that you didn't realize that amount will automatically now be transferred to the ato that is a common problem and too. then yeah. everyone has that and then the ato will put them in one of you know one of those funds yeah um that's good to ensure that you have one super fund one active super fund rather than 10 super funds where all your money is going to get eaten up by fees and you'll end up with nothing. Yeah, I can't believe that they're only changing that now, to be honest. How long have we had super for? Yeah. So, <laughs> that so should have been a rule in the first place. So that's good that uh, those things happen. But yeah, as Tim was mentioning, when we talk about super, we are most of the time talking about uh, self-managed super funds and the tax consequences of those. So two of the changes that have come, uh, the first one that we actually spoke about a little bit last week is that uh, you can now, I don't know what date this takes effect, but mm. you'll be able to go um, from four to six members of your self-managed super fund. Whereas historically, it's only been four. Um, you can now have six. So that's from 1st of July, 2019. I can confirm, Dan. 2019, yeah. So even that, you've got to wait a year. Why? And a bit. <laughs> like, there's, there's not like the government's paying money out for that. There's no tax burden for that why wait a year I mean, yeah. they made way bigger changes to super and gave you like six months to, yeah. Yeah. to get ready for it so yeah. anyway. That's, that one's a bit odd uh the other change and this is the one that we mentioned we're not entirely uh sold on at this point we're gonna have to wait and see uh what the end result of this is but uh, essentially, they've suggested that a self-managed super fund who is complying for a number of years, has good compliance, uh, who has their lodgements up to date, who's never had any trouble, always doing the right thing, uh, instead of getting your super fund audited every single year, which is what the current requirement is, which makes sure that you know the superannuation industry has uh, some form of uh some form of what's the word i'm looking for here tim well it's just like an independent check yeah like the, the people aren't just using their super to buy themselves a sports car exactly yeah so we can ensure that that's the case because it's audited every single year and that, that's no matter what size your self-managed super fund is currently the rule is you need to get it audited every year every year 
Um, By a third party, it can't be the account that's prepared. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Which is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. So the the proposed changes would mean that if you are this good complying super fund for a number of years, uh, instead of getting it audited every year, you'll just have to get it audited every third year. Yeah. So good for people that will follow the rules and comply because they only have to pay audit fees every three years. Mm Mm-hmm. That, you know, like an audit fee can range from $500 to $900, um, depending on who you're getting audited. So, yeah. that's great. If you're super, you can save that every year. Beautiful. Yeah, fantastic. <clears throat> but, but there is going to be a small percentage of people who don't do the right thing. And suddenly they get, you know, a, a two-year pass to do whatever they want without anyone looking into it. Uh, I'm afraid of what that would mean and, and who would take advantage of it. Uh, we don't know the details yet, so it could very well mean that on that third year they have to get three years audited. <laughs> we we, we mm. don't know. The the details haven't come out at the time of recording this podcast, but it's definitely something to keep an eye on. What do you think, Tim? Yeah, like um, yeah, interesting change. I know uh, a lot of financial planners will be happy about it because they don't like the audit points that come back. But um, um, yeah, it it'll be great for the funds that do the right thing. So. Positive there. Could yeah. see a bit more dodgy stuff happening. But I guess people are <laughs> risking their own super. So, yeah, know, that's right. End of the day. So, speaking of uh, dodgy, one of the ways yeah. that the, uh, the government has proposed to pay for these tax decreases is mm. to tighten in on people who currently do the wrong thing. Uh, one of the main ones... Be- the black economy. The, <laughs> That's a bit of a dramatic. The, yeah, the the cashless. Sorry, the cash economy. Essentially, uh, yeah. Th- these are the people. I'm sure you've all experienced it. You've had someone come to your house to do some work, and they say, "Yep, the invoice is twelve hundred bucks, but if you give me cash, it's nine hundred bucks." Yeah. Uh, the reason that they say it's less for cash is not because it's just a pain to get it into your bank account. It's because <laughs> they don't declare that income, so they don't pay tax on it. They don't pay GST on it. Uh, it's essentially tax-free income that they put in their pocket and no one ever knows about it. Yeah. And I've been someone for a long time who uh, has been a big fan of trying to tighten on this because if everyone paid the tax, if this cash economy wasn't a problem, then we definitely could have tax cuts. Everyone could benefit because everyone does the right thing. But currently, that's not the case. So... Whoa, 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 Dan. Whoa. That makes the economy... T- nah, I totally agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> like, at what point would you disagree with what I just said? I totally agree with you. I mean, so what they've done is um, that businesses can't receive cash payments above $10,000 for goods and services. Uh, that's a lot of cash. So I don't know how often that really happens. Yeah, I, I was the same. I, I, I wondered how often you actually do get a cash payment of... Ten- Normally, you'd be you know a bank check or a transfer or something that's yeah. electronic that has a, a you know a data record behind it and instead of just take ten thousand dollars out of your bank account and give that to someone i mean well, apart from drugs yeah well i guess yeah they're not real businesses are they no, no. although i saw a facebook video about <laughs> some dude in gold gold coast selling nangs like home delivery i don't know what nangs are uh, i'm not up to date on the they're same. like <laughs> They're um speaking of Tim's criminal record. They're like uh, it's like a gas that you that you, that makes uh, milkshakes. Like they put it, it's a canister. It's a bit like the soda machine um thing. Uh, okay, yeah. It's like a gas canister, and people use it as a drug. Like I don't know, it's so weird. Uh, okay, yeah. So he that takes 
dumb. Yeah, he takes packets of them and sells them, home delivers them. And he went on Facebook. It was like a video about, uh, I don't know. It's really weird. But we digress, Dan. We digress. We digress. So, yeah, essentially, I don't know. I, I, I think the ATO, oh, not the ATO, but the government is, um, is making a small step there. But yeah. look for them to actually increase that. Yeah, as, as they go. And when I say increase, I mean reduce the amount of cash receivable. In, in, in a couple of years' time, I would like a loyal listener who's been listening since the start to remind us that we wondered how this would go. Mm. And I would like to come back to it and say, we've looked into it and this is how much revenue they actually got from tracking this down. How good would that be to actually know? Yeah, I don't know. But... Uh, it, it, how many business transactions really have more than $10,000 in cash? So, yeah, that's yeah. weird. I kind of feel like it should be less. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, I guess the other thing that they're um, cracking in on is people who have businesses that go bankrupt and then they start up a new business in a in a different company, Phoenix Activity. So, yes. they're all over that at the moment too, which is good because, yeah, it's... it. Um, what they're doing is, is lowering the bankruptcy period from three years to one. That's what it sounds like. So um, if they're going to do that, I think they do need to be tighter on those people who could be potentially like leaving a failed business, just starting the same business up with a slightly different name. Um, because at the end of the day, I mean, um, yeah, maybe they need to take 12 months off and just think about think about what they've done and really... If they're going to do it again, think about it properly. <laughs> yeah. Do and, it the right way. And, and we did speak about this last week as whether or not we thought that the bankruptcy period should be reduced and, and whether or not directors should be able to and, and should they be punished for taking a risk that could potentially benefit uh, society. It's hard to tell. I've got an exciting one, Dan. And this was going to be in the, in the business update for today, but I saved it for this segment. Go for it. Craft breweries. I, I, no, you, <laughs> uh, here's how dedicated Tim is to this podcast. I was woken up Saturday morning last weekend at like 6.20 with a link to this from Tim that said podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so Tim's up at 6.20 reading this article on a Saturday morning. I was excited, Dan. I was very excited. <laughs> Uh, and I just want to make this very clear right now that we are currently looking for a drink uh, sponsor yeah. for the podcast. So uh, if, if anyone's yeah. out there that has a microbrewery and wants to sponsor the podcast by sending us a beer, we will mention you on this podcast. Oh, absolutely. Um, I can think of some local breweries on the Central Coast here, Dan. Yep, I can as well. I think we should definitely approach them. Yeah. But this is definitely an opportunity for uh, listeners to send in their brew. Uh, <laughs> I like a good cider. <laughs> As as well as a, as well as a glass of wine, Tim enjoys a beer. Yeah, I, so I like a good any beer. of those would be good. Yeah, especially a craft beer. Great. I mean, beggars can't be choosers. I'll take whatever. I'm not a beggar, Dan. I'm a chooser. <laughs> <laughs> and I choose to drink craft beer, and it's going to be awesome because the government is actually lowering the tax on craft breweries, which makes sense. I, I didn't I didn't even know that. That there was a subsidy or or a, or a you know a tax re- reducement for for bigger brewers. I, I didn't know that. I'm fucking outraged, Dan, that there was. <laughs> this is this is not acceptable. Right? I, I had no idea. Um. So yeah. Um. Just because they use smaller kegs, craft brewers are actually paying more tax than the large breweries. Mm. Um. 
yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me. It does not make sense at all. Hmm. So, yeah, so they've gotten rid of that, the government, apparently, in the uh, latest budget announcement. Yeah, and the weirdest thing I, I saw on that day was on the news that both sides of government was, were, were seen taking pictures with craft brewers drinking their drinks. Brilliant. And I, you know, I suppose you've got to take the opportunities where they are. <laughs> They're all alcoholics. I mean, yeah. why would you go into <laughs> politics unless you were? I don't know. There's got to be something wrong with you. That's true. That is very, very true. We need them, but... We need them, but... They're very particular people, yeah. I would have thought. So, yeah, that's exciting. That is exciting. So, hopefully, I mean, hopefully they don't just keep the prices the same and make more profits. I think... And they I, sort of pass on some of that I, price cut to us. I hate to tell you this, Tim, but I, I read an article yeah. and it was with a craft brewer and he was explaining all this and he said that that's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to keep the prices the same and keep the profits because they're struggling. And that's fair enough. I don't care. I'm going to drink it anyway. Yeah, you, you are a bit of a craft beer kind of guy. I mean, you go with all the latest trends. We have a few friends that are the same. On the yaks. On the yaks. You know, you're going to be... <laughs> that's old now. Yeah, it's old. So is James Squire. You can't drink that can't anymore. can't drink that. You need to be on the... What are you drinking at the moment? Uh, um, uh, oh, my God. I can't even remember the name. They fly through so fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh what's it stone and wood stone and wood yeah i mean like that's been around for a long time but yeah uh the other one i mean we went there it's trendy now we went there for my buck stand murray brewery excellent place we did indeed we've got the angry man pale ale the whale ale the whale ale as you know tim i don't drink beer yeah <laughs> So, One day on this podcast, <laughs> we're going to talk about that weekend, Dan, <laughs> and the six beers that you consumed over that weekend. <laughs> That's a story for another day, I think. Um, so remind us about that as well, listeners, and, and maybe we'll bring it up. Let's just say it involves uh, duct tape, VB, and a lost ping pong game. And Dan with very watering eyes when he <laughs> drinks them. Uh, uh, all right. So, Tim. Is there any other updates that would relate to small businesses? Uh, there's the R&D tax offset that has reduced slightly. Okay. We mentioned that in the last we podcast. We did mention that. Look, it's not heaps for small businesses. It's not going to be a huge change. I think the amount that you can get refundable went from 43% to 41%. So It's not much. It's more and, and it's capped at $4 million now or something. Okay. Refundable. <laughs> so that's really at the big businesses doing that um so so yeah for small businesses not really a big problem um there is a mooted change to division 7a to strengthen the unpaid present entitlements rules from yeah 1st of july 2019 which is what we that's mentioned a, last week as well that's a load of gobbledygook but essentially yeah they, they're going to be cracking in on people in companies that have loans to associates or like related parties uh, especially trusts yeah especially the, the upes the un uh, unpaid present entitlements is definitely something that uh, something that they're going to focus on. Yeah. So if you have a trust in a company, and um, the trust has been, you know, distributing income to the company, and therefore should have put cash in the company. Yeah, it's all, all, all then, on paper. Yeah, all on paper. Save a bit of tax or something. I guess we'll come across this a bit more next week in the trust episode. But yep. um, yeah, that that can mean that the company is actually owed cash from the trust. Now, ATO is not happy about this. Really, the company should be accruing interest and it should be cash load because it's way harder to get cash out of a company. Yeah, so, that's right. So, yeah, that's uh, that's that one there. Um, 
and I, I there's there's really no huge drawbacks for small businesses, which is which is yeah, good. which is good, which is good. Uh, but we just thought we'd give everyone an update, let them know, you know, how the budget or how the proposed changes might affect them and their business, and uh, yeah, I think we've I think we've done that. I, I'm not sure there's quite much else is there? here's one that i'm just reading from this email i got yeah uh, i got about 20 emails about the budget the, yeah, the day after well. yeah. um just out of left field how about this dan a five-year income tax exemption will be provided to a subsidiary of the international cricket council for the icc world 2020 to be held in australia in 2020 the 2020 and 2020 yeah that's cool yeah the 20 the 20 cubed Bit of a weird uh, tax change there. That is, it's very specific. Hmm. Very specific. Uh, oh, I'm glad they've done that. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think that they deserve a tax offset for the 2020-2020. <laughs> Looking forward to that. Yeah. I, I think we should go down to the 2020-2020. Yeah. Put up a sign being like, thank you for making it tax exempt or, or yeah. something like yeah. that. Yeah, the ATO don't get enough wraps. I feel like they should get a sign at the cricket that says, thank you for sponsoring oh, the imagine 2020. That. Imagine 2020. the ATO sponsored people. That'd be brilliant. Okay. We are looking for an ATO sponsor. <laughs> 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 any, any, <laughs> any inroads there are more than welcome. <laughs> yeah, we'd love some inroads. Uh, yeah, the more we have on the inside, the better. <laughs> You're starting to sound like me, Dan. I'm corrupting you. <laughs> Okay, all right. So, yeah, is that the budget done and dusted? I think so. I think that's the budget done and dusted. There's obviously a lot more funding changes and things like that, but this is about small business, so it's more the tax changes that we've focused on. Correct. Um, We don't really care if the ABC is having their funding cut. Yeah, exactly. We we wanted to make sure that everyone had the relevant information to them. There's, you know, a hundred other things we probably could have discussed, but, yeah, yeah, these are the ones that are relevant to small businesses and, and their employees. Cool. So, Tim... Uh, what's your other thing this week? I, I know I have another thing, but do you have one? I do have one. Actually, this is call, This is going to call on you to do a little bit of editing here, Dan. Okay. You, you are the, the editing maestro. All right. Right. So what I want you to do is to play my new favorite song by Kanye West. <laughs> okay. Not uh, right now. I'll, I'll put it in. Yeah. Yeah. So edit it in. Um, it's... Let me just say, it is one of the tracks of the year. Scoop diddy boop. <laughs> Whooped doop boop. boop, boop. <laughs> Scoop poop. So that's that's your one cool. That's your yeah. One, so your I'm just gonna thing. like leave a little space here. Play the song now. I'm not really gonna play the song right now, but Tim's gonna think I put it in, and it's gonna be really funny. I can hear you, Dan. <laughs> so that's my other thing. What what do you got, Dan? So, my other thing is this podcast. So, the reason this is... that is, allowed? I don't know if that's allowed. No, it's allowed. The reason is, is because this is actually the first podcast that we're recording since we've released oh, yeah. the first one. True. So, uh, people have actually heard our first episode. Uh, as of this recording, the second one goes up tomorrow. Yep. Uh, this one will be out next week. Bit of a bit of a lag behind the scenes here. Lag. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it, and I've people have been given good feedback. We're, we're number sixty on the business category podcast charts. Loving it. I mean, and then you know we didn't know that on the day, and we we saw it when it was seventy eight. 
yeah. and then you know 156 or something but <laughs> oh, did it really you didn't tell me yeah, about a lot that of people li- <laughs> a lot of people listened in the first couple of days but there's only yeah. uh but yeah we just want to thank everyone for listening uh yeah. we're stoked about it we're, we're, we're really excited that people actually listened and, and yeah. seem to enjoy it uh enjoy the banter as uh as one of our friends and and fellow colleagues told us that this is the uh the uh accounting what was it? Counting business and banter. Yeah, counting business it? and banter. That's the, so that's what we we feel people come for that. Uh, the accounting, the business, and the banter. Yeah. So we're going to continue it. all three in equal. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted Open to... to suggestions as well. If the listeners have some topics that they they want us to yabber on about for a little while, we will more than happily talk about it. Yep. Um. So yeah, yeah, I agree, Dan. It has been really nice to for some people to listen and just say that they enjoyed it because like, yeah. that's all we're doing here, having a bit of fun. So. Yeah, and and just you know, we've had a few comments for on uh, on Apple Podcasts, uh, mostly from people we know. Uh, oh, although yeah. there was one person who said that there was his, one that was legit. Yeah, there's one legit. He said that his worm farm had since listening to the podcast had gone from a backyard operation to a multi million dollar operation so congratulations to him i'm not sure who he was but uh i appreciate the feedback and and we'll definitely keep uh, keep going just for you it's amazing we're getting success stories already so tim how can they find us oh yes so uh you can uh email us to drunk podcast at gmail.com that's t-w-o drunk podcast you can tweet us at to drunk podcast and we now have a Facebook page. We do. <laughs> We've got like something like 30 followers. So. Mm, we're skyrocketing. Yeah. We're flying through. <laughs> I just posted a, something on our story. So. Yeah, for, for behind the scenes, yeah. go check out our, our podcast. Well, we'll no, our just... podcast. Go check out our Facebook. <laughs> um, yeah. And so the Facebook page is called Two Drunk Accountants. Correct. Yeah. So, uh, uh, But if you want to make comment about us, it is still at Two Drunk Podcast. Oh, yeah. cool. Uh, yeah, so we, we kept the same kind of handle in everyone. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, cool. All right. Well, that probably does it for this week. And uh, thanks for the call tonight, Tim. We had a good, we had a good run. What do you mean call? Like on the, when they call a sports match, like on the, ra- oh on the radio, God. like you, you have a call of the game. <laughs> Please don't use sport analogies ever again. Well, as, as someone who enjoys sport, I would have thought you got that. <laughs> Thanks for the call. Yeah, I had a good call tonight and uh, uh. calculator. <laughs>